Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt, Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Our special guest coming up, David Gethoff, The Detox. We're going to talk about the, this. Yeah, Alex, you're going to love this guest. And we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car. And the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. All Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, written by, who wrote All Along the Watchtower? Um, Dolly Parton? <laughs> I want to say, like, Eric Clapton or something like that. I would... No. Anyone else? I know I know this, but I don't know this. I think I do, too. I, I just no can't idea. think of the name. One of the greatest songs of all time, one of the greatest performers of all time in Jimi Hendrix's song, written by... It wasn't... Michael Jackson? No. Bob no. Dylan. Bob oh. Dylan? Oh. I knew that! 
You ever hear him do it? There must be some kind of way out of here. There's <laughs> <laughs> a joker to the priest. The joker to the thief. <laughs> thief? A, I always thought it was priest. Priest. Is it? I don't know if you know this or not, but Bob Dylan's a Jew. Well, yeah. The joker to the priest. <laughs> <laughs> I never know the words to Is any David songs. ready to go? David probably doesn't want to get involved yes. in this conversation. No. Yes, he is. <laughs> David Gethoff, how you doing? The D-Docs professor, abundant health in a toxic world. I, I, I have to warn you up front, David. You've walked into yep. a, a den of us because a my wife, my gym. daughter, our son, Cassie, I, uh, we're all involved with everything you're talking about here. It's, uh, our daughter, Alex, is going to be very excited about this, talking to you about what health is all about. David loves sharing his knowledge and can come uh, to discuss topics like how your low-fat diet may be killing you, the truth about vitamins. I really want to talk about that. There are too many subjects here, David. This is your fault. You have too many good subjects to talk about. Where where can we even start? Yeah, that's always a hard one. Yeah, you no, it pick, is. Absolutely. Pick, pick whatever you want, and we'll go off on it. Okay, I'll get mine out of the way right away because it's not about food. It's about uh, cannabis, THC versus CBD. I am on uh, medical cannabis for PTSD. It used to be PTSD, now it's just PTS apparently. But I'll go with disorder because my brain is in total disorder all the time. So you know what I mean. <laughs> but I just started about three months ago, so I'll, I'll be interested to hear your take on, on THC versus CBD. Well, you know, they're, they're completely different, and um, right. very often in many people, you need them both. And sometimes the hard part is finding the ratio that's best for one individual person, because one person needs barely any THC and mostly CBD, and the next person needs a good amount of both. Uh, and the dosing is very, very hard, because most of the companies that are selling it, I don't know if they're lying or if they're just using cheap labs, but, you know, there's CBD mm-hmm. pills out there that say five milligrams, and they really have one and a half when they get analyzed. So I like them both. Um, I, use, I use CBD in my office with people. I can't use THC here because uh, I'm not an MD, uh, and that has right. to be through a dispensary. But I have a lot of people that CBD has helped a lot, and the ones I've seen the biggest benefit with, believe it or not, is asthma because it's a phenomenal anti-inflammatory, stronger than any other one I've tried, and I can uh, help really? people get off of, their, uh, <laughs> off of their toxic meds and their inhalers, which are steroids, very often with the right amount of CBD. That's amazing. Now, one thing I need to warn people about is I'm holding in my hand full-spectrum hemp extract, which is, you know, CBD of a form. Um, the one I have is not flavored. It's just the natural flavor of the hemp. Uh, sure. Catherine tried it, and she didn't care for the taste I too much. I tasted it, and I was like, <laughs> yuck. But I tell you what, I, as far as pain in the hands and the joints, uh, it is, it's amazing, CBD. Catherine, you, you take CBD now, right? I do. Yes, I do. And? Um, well, I also did a bunch of dietary uh, testing, um, so I'm not sure which one worked the best for my achy hands, but the combination is certainly helping me. Well, you could stop David, the CBD just... for uh, three or four days and see if all the pain comes back and know how much it's doing. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to. Company, company that I like. <laughs> If you're if you're interested, because I have nothing to do with any brands, you know, if I mention the company okay. name, right. it's just because I like them. But there's a company in Colorado called Wabe, W-A-A-Y-B, and I have found their CBD to better than it'd be better than any other I've tested. And you can get oh. it in cinnamon flavor if you want from them. 
Oh, that's it. Okay, I'm writing that down, and I will order because I'm getting low. Cinnamon flavor. I like that. Yeah. By the way, she didn't throw there at the end, David. The reason she had pain in her hands is from carrying me for 30 years. No, that's years. the pain in the neck. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Do you have anything for a pain in the neck, David? I no, think that's no. the THC. Uh, yeah, no. Pain in the neck is good. good lots of good vacations together. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, there, seriously, David, there are too many th- things on this list to, to, to go after. I, I just oh. am, I'm interested in every one of these points, how low-fat diets are not good for people, or at least mm-hmm. some people. Your brain's no. made of fat. Catherine, you want to talk about the truth about vitamins. Yes. I, I mean, it seems like every other minute I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on this vitamin regimen. I'm going to start taking MSM because I've got allergies. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you read this study. It shows you're going to die tomorrow if you take vitamins. I, I mean, it's like, what <laughs> is happening out there? Well, that, that, see, now that's an easy one for me to answer. That, that, that's a really, really good one. And the people listening to us can uh, look into what I'm saying and, and see, see that it's correct. If, if you do a study, not you, not me, when a study is done on pharmaceuticals, all right, mm-hmm. they use a specific drug, of course. They use a specific dose, of course. They use a specific protocol that's being taken a certain number of times a day. They follow up with the patients to make sure they're taking it exactly as they're supposed to. And then they follow all these people, and they take a look at side effects and and the effects they like and everything else. That's how you study uh, a substance. Now, let's take a look at the uh, research that gets promoted on the media, TV shows, you know, newspapers saying, oh, my God, we took a look at this gigantic study with 10,000 people, and the people that were taking multivitamins either didn't live as long or didn't live any longer. So they were all wasting their money. So I go and I buy the study, uh, whichever, you know, uh, research journalist published it. I get the actual study, take a look at it. And lo and behold, they didn't study a particular vitamin. They just had a big long-term study of some other stuff, like the NHANES Nurses Health Study or some of the others, where one of the questions on the 10 or 20 pages that these people had to fill out once a year was, do you take a multiple vitamin, yes or no, and you check a box on it. I'm sorry, you can't do research that way. That, that, that's, it's useless no. because most of the vitamins on the market, you know, like one-a-days and Centrum and everything, are so low potency, I wouldn't expect them to help anybody. And that's what most people are taking. So you're not really studying a product. You are studying whether or not an incorrectly done study can give any valid research, and it can't. It just amazes me that they'll put products on the market like that that do you absolutely no good. The people who who manufacture those those uh, vitamins must know that they don't do that much good. Why they even why don't they just do it properly and really help people? What's the problem? Is too too expensive? Well, if they were to put in uh, enough of everything that a good clinical nutrition professional, such as myself or a number of others, would go, wow, that's a decent formula. Um, Number one, it would cost them a lot more money, and they would no longer be the biggest selling vitamins there are out there because they're cheap. Uh, Number two, they they would actually be admitting that these things work, and these vitamins are made by the pharmaceutical companies. They don't want to admit that vitamins are working or to promote people to take something that might not make them need a drug. That's terrible. Yep. You, and you know you can help people, but you'd rather make money than help people. That's a fact. Big pharma. That's what they're in business to do is make money, right? Big pharma. That, yeah, right, well, Alex, most corporations are in business to make money. Yeah, that's true. Alex, I know you're champing at the bit wanting to ask a question. Which one of these things you want to talk about, Alex? Well, Mom <laughs> got excited about the low-fat diet is killing you thing. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, that, that's a really good one. That is a really uh, good one. I, yeah, and, and I don't really, you know, we use those terms. I mean, in the public, somebody says, you know, where you want a low-fat diet or on a high-fat diet. But if you look historically at any of the populations that have been studied around the world, uh, Weston Price has done this, a number of other explorers did this back before, before we encroached on all these, per- these, these little tribes, and, and now they started getting our garbage. But before that, uh, all of them always ate whatever fats were in the meat, the fish, the, the, the eggs, the birds. They, I mean, nobody ever removed something. So today, if you always ate the chicken skin and you always ate the egg yolks uh, and you always ate all of the uh, extra fats that are on organs, like they're on liver and are, you know, kidney and heart, and you never trimmed any of it off of you know, your beefsteak or your lamb chop, you left it alone, that would be called a high-fat diet. But it's not a high-fat diet. It's a correct, normal, natural-fat diet as long as the animals were eating what they're supposed to eat, and therefore the fat is the right kinds of fats. And so I bring people's fat levels up, and I teach them which are the bad fats that they need to avoid, that we've manufactured, that never existed, and that are causing problems, such as canola oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, vegetable oil, because there's no such vegetable as vegetable. That just gives them a right to put whatever one is, is cheapest this month. Uh, and, and it's amazing. So we get rid of all those, and we bring back the ones people have eaten for thousands of years, which are butter from grass-fed outdoor cows, uh, and coconut oil, and palm oil, and lard from the old pigs, the ones that don't look like the ones that we all see on TV that are slick, because those are hybridized. Pigs are hairy. They've got hair all over them. It's a totally different meat, totally different lard. So I bring in all the good fats, we throw out all the bad fats, and skin conditions start to go away, and neurological problems slowly start to get better, because the nerves in the skin and the brain love fats as long as we give them the right ones. Well, it's interesting because I went on this uh, metabolism plan, it's called. Um, okay. And I was, I'm just, I was basically drinking olive oil. I mean, I had so much olive oil. <laughs> and I went in and I had to have my annual cholesterol check. And it, my cholesterol went down a ton. Oh, sure. And yeah. he, I was like, what is happening? I mean, that's just case in point. <laughs> well, yep. and that's like I did a horrible awful no one ever do this five day cleanse thing a couple weeks ago and it was basically you're just eating um nothing but produce and fats essentially okay for five days and i was yeah i was having so much olive oil so much avocado oil coconut oil i ate almost an entire jar of cashew butter in three days i was eating (laughs) so much fat and i lost i lost five pounds in three days and you lost weight Yes. Right. Yeah. I get that in my classes all the time. In my 10-week course that I teach through the Price Pottinger Foundation, usually the eighth or ninth week, I say, okay, everybody raise your hand if you have made a lot of the changes in diet that I've been talking about and have noticed any kind of difference whatsoever. And a couple of hands go up, and I go, would you please stand up and tell the class? And the one I hear the most often is, I'm eating more fat than I've ever eaten. I'm eating more animal protein than I've eaten. I've lost weight. I'm off a couple of pharmaceuticals. I don't need them anymore. And I like the class to hear it from other people, not from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that. It is amazing because I mean, that's – what is it? Why do we keep on going on these weird health trends? Who's, who's giving us this bad information? That uh, low fat's good for you. Sometimes it's the government. 
Yep. Sometimes it's the government. Sometimes it's the food industry. Uh, sometimes some particular health practitioner that has a name out there writes a book, which is not based on any science, but sells zillions of copies, and everybody starts doing it. There's all sorts of different things. But it, as, as far as being based on research, the only time they're based on research, uh, a good researcher would look at those studies and the ones that contradict it and would throw them out and say, this is bad research. Just like we've mm -hmm. got people that say low fat is good for you, people that say your total cholesterol number is very important. Uh, but that's been disproven. Your total cholesterol has no meaning at all. You are just as likely to have a heart attack if your cholesterol is 180 or 280. And that's been very conclusively proven. There's a dozen books written on it. Most of them are written by MDs. Some of them are cardiologists. I've got probably eight of the, uh, uh, the, the doctor's uh, letters going over this so that people can understand it on my website, so people can take a look at it and show it to their friends. And it's just nonsense. It's, somebody's promoting something, <laughs> but it's not health, and it's not correct knowledge. You know what I love about that story is... Uh... And I didn't even realize this. I, I wasn't told this till about six months ago, but Dr. Atkins from the Atkins diet, right? Yep. yep. He, he was low carb, right? That was his thing? He was low carb. Um, when he died, he weighed 260 pounds. So, mm. you know. Right. And, but he was And do you know why? But no, do you know why? why? Okay, why? see, that's very important. The, peop the people that followed him, they threw out all those newspapers that said, oh, great, when he died, he weighed this much. Dr. Atkins slipped on the ice on the steps of his brownstone in New York City and cracked his head. He ended up hospitalized in a coma, and they put him on steroids, which will make anybody gain massive weight. And they made him, because of the drugs, they made him gain massive amounts of weight, and they basically, you could almost say they killed him. Uh, but all of the people that didn't have that problem and that were following his diet had massive improvements in their health. And so anytime somebody points at how heavy he was when he died, they don't understand yeah. the story. They don't know what happened. See, that's yeah. amazing because I never knew that, David. I, nobody ever told me that part that he was put on steroids. That's, yep. uh, you know, well, I'll tell you what. I, I just Good had, information to, it to is, have. Yeah. I just had hernia surgery, so they put me on, I, I don't know what form of steroid it was or whatever. I, I have no idea. But I, I had just lost all kinds of weight, got down uh, from 317 to 225. I had just Good. done that, and I found out, you know, I guess when all that fat was removed, they found some hernias, <laughs> so they had to fix those, right? <laughs> but I was put on a steroid, and I almost, almost instantly gained 25 pounds. Yep, steroids will a, do that. Usually they're using prednisone, but whichever, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, yep, that's it. I think it's exactly right. So, yeah, I mean... Yep. It, it felt to me like it was overnight. I don't know how long it was. Was It was, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. But I put on 25 pounds without changing what I ate at all. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, see, I wish they would say, uh, do, you, do you have time to stay for uh, for another, uh, at least part of a segment? I'd love, there are many more questions. Absolutely. Do you yep. have, do you have do you, happy Okay, to. we'll be right back. Tom Bernard. All righty. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. 
Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. David Gethoff. I I just, this stuff is so fascinating to me. I I already feel much better about myself just talking to you, David. (laughs) (laughs) David That would be nice if I could could heal people by just talking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just just texted Alex that uh, our guest... But like our talks about uh, vaccines too, and she's her text back to me sure. was ooh. <laughs> so wait before we do that, before we do that, I want to see what Cassie and if if Cassie and Andy have a question. So Cassie or Andy, do you have a question? Well, not necessarily a question, because I, I mean I obviously suffer from Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, um, and now I have to be on a gluten free diet, so I don't have much option. <laughs> You know, I, I try and incorporate uh, good fats in my diet. Um, I eat a lot of peanut butter. I try and incorporate a lot of protein. Um, but are there any other type of foods, like someone like me who has so many health issues, that I can throw in there that I, I don't know of? Well, you, you want to be very careful about gluten-free diets. There's, there's a uh, misrepresentation of gluten-free diets that, that people are not being told. Um, when somebody removes gluten... And what they really should be called is wheat-free diets because there are certain types of gluten, which is simply right. a plant protein, such as the gluten that's in heirloom quality organic barley uh, that doesn't seem to bother anybody, even though it's gluten. Uh, but when you take a substance, let's say bread, you know, cake, cookies, something that would normally be made with wheat flour, and they want to make it gluten-free so they can sell it to all these people that are gluten-free, uh, they have to put something in in place of that. And the four things they put in uh, are tapioca flour, rice flour, a potato starch, you know, they're, they're, they're putting things in here, uh, and, and corn flour, they're putting things in which turn into sugar in your body more rapidly than the wheat did. Uh-huh. So you're actually not doing a good thing when you eat a substance that would have been gluten 
and you've bought the gluten-free version because it's going to turn into a candy bar in your body. You, you're doing much better for yourself if you simply eat a food that never would have had gluten in it. Obviously, there's no gluten in beef. There's no gluten in lamb. There's no gluten in extra virgin olive oil. But if you eat something that would have had wheat and now they've switched it, they've actually made it just as unhealthy in a different way because it all turns to sugar. So, And, and I've got a, an audio on my website. I think I call it uh, uh, Wheat, Gluten, and Alcohol or Sugar, Wheat, and Alcohol. A lot of stuff on my website, davidgetoff.com, and lots and lots of stuff there. But um, people get into trouble because somebody will say, yeah, I want a gluten-free diet, and I gained 25 pounds. What is that? I go, that's easy because they replaced it with very fast sugar converters. You weren't on a uh, 10K the whole time you were eating these gluten-free things, and your body said, I don't need all that sugar. We're going to store it as fat. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and processed food should probably be avoided, I would guess. As much as you can avoid processed food, you are better off. You know, if you, if you wanted to really learn a lot of stuff, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Price Pottinger Nutrition Foundation. It's PP for Price Pottinger, NF for Nutrition Foundation. It's a 66-year-old nonprofit. I teach a 10-week course called Attaining Optimal Health through them, and it was recorded, and people can buy the rights to watch it through the foundation. But I go over everything, all the things you're asking me and more. It's amazing. It is wonderful. Andrew, do you have a question? Oh, by the way, before we move on, I should mention to Cassie, I did warn her, David, her weight was yep. way up. What do you weigh now, like 95, Cassie? <laughs> I, I am little. I am little. I, I just, I try and, I try and eat, like, like, I eat a lot of just, like, fresh fruit. Um, I do eat vegetables. I try and stay away from processed food. I, you know, if I do eat it, it's, you know, very rare. I just try and eat, like, a chicken breast and some rice or Stuff like that. So I try and avoid not having to go fully, like, gluten-free, like, prepackaged food. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing I've had trouble with is breakfast food because that's kind of hard to come by when it's not just prepackaged, gluten-free food. You need to remove the words that designate a time-of-day meal from your vocabulary. You need to get rid of the word breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. As long as what you're eating is a healthy food, that's what every other animal on the planet would be eating. Only we look at the hands of a clock and decide we should eat something else. People say, what do I have for breakfast? I say, healthy food. They say, very funny, David. What do you have for breakfast? I said, I'm not being funny. Healthy food. And someone says, well, you wouldn't have steak for breakfast. Well, sure, I'd have steak for breakfast, or lamb, or beef, or steak and eggs, or any of those things, just like I would also have them for lunch and dinner. They're healthy foods. And a bunch of non-starch-based vegetables with all sorts of healthy, delicious fats like uh, grass-fed butter and extra virgin olive oil poured on them. I think it's just wonderful. The only thing I would avoid uh, that happened to me when I was a, a teenager, I was in high school and went to a friend's house to pick him up. We were going to go, I don't know, hang out on a Saturday. I got there at breakfast time, and his dad, who uh, used to hit it kind of hard, let me put it that way, he said, hey, why don't you have breakfast with us, Tom? I said, yeah, that'd, that'd be nice, wonderful. He goes, we're having pancakes, man. The missus makes great pancakes. And I went, okay, that's good. Pure starch. So they bring out the pancake. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They bring out the pancakes, and he goes around the table and didn't put syrup on them. He put, um, what's that sweet whiskey? What's that called again? Southern Comfort? Well, Southern Comfort. Oh. He Southern poured Comfort. Southern Comfort on our pancakes. Wow. And I was like 16 years old. Sugary alcohol. 
Ah, so we've got starch, alcohol, and sugar. The three bad things all together. You couldn't, you could not have, I mean, if somebody asked you to come up with the worst possible breakfast, you couldn't come up with one worse than what you just said he gave you. That is absolutely true. I'll never forget it. But I did have a nice buzz after we were outside. So that was Okay, back to But you got to remember, there are, a lot of, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of people listening to us, that think that that's a healthier breakfast than four eggs or than a big yeah. steak, and yeah, they're wrong. Yeah. Yep. They're wrong. Yeah, because they're giving the wrong message constantly. Alex has a yep. question. No, I want to talk Alex. about vaccines. What do you, what's your thoughts? Well, vaccines are, vaccines are fascinating because uh, there isn't a single, and I really mean this, you could go look for it, there isn't a single double-blind, placebo-controlled trial that has ever been done on any vaccine given in the United States to prove that that vaccine is either safe or effective. The one or two that they did, it wasn't a placebo. They were putting all sorts of crap in there. They just didn't have the active virus in there. And so they were still poisoning the people. So there's no research on it that shows that it does what they say. And they bend things all over the place. And what I tell people to do is, don't listen to me. Uh, go and take a look at some of the stu- studies. And the easiest one is there's a book now called Miller's Review of Critical Vaccine Studies, 400 scientific papers summarized for parents and researchers. He did a great job, Neil Miller, and there are a couple of others out there that are really, really good. I mean, a lot of good books. Or if somebody doesn't want to spend money on a book, they can go to my website, davidgetoff.com, and click on the vaccine area. I've got dozens of videos, of presentations of some of the world experts that know more about the vaccine research than the CDC and NIH doctors that are promoting that you should go run out and get a flu shot on TV. Now, I, I have to ask you, since the word is in the, in the book title, Abundant Health in a Toxic World, should I stay away from toxic masculinity? Yes. <laughs> Well, uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to tell me what your particular description of that is, so I can answer your question. <laughs> you know the amazing thing about that, Gillette did put that out. They put a commercial that talked about toxic masculinity. And Andy, were you the one that pointed out the uh, the outfits on the NASCAR women yeah. that they're on the Gillette team? Do you know this, uh, David? That the the women that are on the Gillette yep. NASCAR race team have short uh-huh. shorts on and long boots and on no, their they were, the butt. Um, they were uh, cat suits or whatever, those skin-tight latex well, cat- suits, whatever oh, you call oh, them. Yeah. And what was on their, on their butts, Andy? The word Gillette. The word Gillette right uh, across the women's God. butts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's disgusting. Okay, you're telling us. We shouldn't be using you... people that way. Yeah, there you go. So toxic world, not toxic masculinity. Toxic world. Andy, do you have a, a question <laughs> about... Uh, things to eat or health or anything i don't think so i've been well, just, i've been doing a you, lot of that lately that so, yeah you have that's why yeah, i asked you been, if you had, had a question we've been asking plenty right. of questions we have i know but david's been great about it there's no doubt about that i do have to ask you because oh, this, yeah, no, this I'm hits more home. than happy well it's very nice you think? if you want if you want to um, you, you know if you, if you go to my site uh in the I, I think it's the area that says additional resources uh it has my healthy diet challenge and I tell people, Ooh. download those two pages and eat that way for 60 days and see how many different things you notice that improve in the way you feel. And the website is? Uh, easiest way to get there is just David, 
Everybody can spell that. And get off. They should all be able to spell get off. I mean, you know, G E T O F F. But for some some reason, because it's my last name, they think, which is wrong, that it's been spelled differently. And they put an extra T and they take out one of the F's. They add an H. It's just <laughs> davidgetoff.com. And it'll redirect you to the website, which is Naturopath for you. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a friend who's a comedian and an actor, and his real name is Chris Gethard. But if you look at the name Gethard spelled out, it just says get <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, he was talking quite a bit about that. I was like, oh, my God. Well, get off, I suppose, is, is pretty close to that anyway, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think when I was in private school in New York, I think the kids used oh. to go home and try to figure out different things to do with my last name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Let me ask you about this uh, mental health, anxiety, and depression um, I should mention quickly, my, my father was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he was institutionalized when I was about 10 years old. So I've had problems with this my entire life. So what's the best route to take there? Well, you know, the, the causes of almost all of the emotional conditions out there uh, are a combination of inadequate certain amino acids, inadequate certain essential fatty acids, so fats and proteins, um, too little of certain nutrients, and too much of all sorts of various toxins that we're exposed to. And so, you know, I detox people. I work on their kidneys and liver. I pull poisons out. I make sure that mm -hmm. they've got some form of healthy animal protein with healthy animal fats, preferably with two of their meals a day, maybe even three of their meals a day. And I have lots of people that after six months, uh, their doctor is tapering them off the drugs because they're starting to feel so much better, and nobody ever told them any of this. And Abram Hoffer uh, who uh, uh, died a few years ago, he was a, an orthomolecular psychiatrist in Canada. In other words, he treated psychiatric disorders with nutrition and diet. And the psychiatric associations hated him because he had lots and lots of people that were diagnosed schizophrenic and with high-dose nutrients, he got them off all their drugs and had them back living a normal life. And they don't want you to do this without drugs for some strange reason that I can't figure out. <laughs> Gee, and that's exactly why I wanted to talk to you about it, David, because I don't want to go the route where I'm walking around in a daze. Well, I'm, I, don't, I don't have anxiety and I don't have depression, but I can't function either. I don't need that in my life. It'd be really bad right. for this job to sit here and go, who's on? David, get off. Okay, <laughs> who? Yeah, that's not a way to do a show. I, I'm just telling you. But so, so basically anything that I should avoid because I do have anxiety and, and depression. Well, okay, so well you should you should avoid. Yeah, you should avoid low-fat diets. Uh, you should avoid uh, the standard beef and lamb that's out there because it's fed corn and grains. You want grass-fed, so all the fats yeah. are the ones yep. that help the brain. Uh, you should avoid starches, sugars, and alcohols as much as you're willing. You know, I don't eat any mm -hmm. of those three, but as much as you're willing and have instead all the good different colored vegetables that don't have starch in them. And then you should work with somebody to start pulling the poisons out of your body as well as learning. I've got a resource list of some of the companies I like, but as well as learning what chemicals you want to look for so that you can buy the things that don't have those chemicals in your, your soap, in your uh, shampoo, in your cream rinse, in your toothpaste, oh. in your body lotion. Uh, you know, all the various different things you're exposed to. We don't use Clorox in this house because uh, I don't want uh, either chlorine or ammonia. Uh, I've got uh, some good air filters in the various different rooms. You know, I, I can't stop the, uh, the cars and all the pollution it's having outside, 
but I can mm-hmm. make my home much cleaner. And then we have the new inflammatory substance is the wrong word, but we'll call it that, the new inflammatory substance that didn't exist you know, 30 years ago that is causing massive problems, and they're withholding all the information, and it's called electromagnetic radiation. So my office building, oh. uh, you know, my office in my home, there's no Wi-Fi in here. I have no cordless phones. I almost never use a cell phone. But I mean, if somebody would just hardwire their computers and turn off the transmitters on their Wi-Fi so that their body wasn't inflamed 24 hours a day when they're home, that would be a big benefit in reducing your risks of all sorts of different things. And don't have God, a cordless that's... phone. Have corded phones. People don't realize this. They're not looking at it because you know, the research is being withheld. He did say eat vegetables, Tom. Did you miss that part? No, I just heard the part. Of, you know, he hates it, vegetables. It, it's, <laughs> I do not hate vegetables. Multicolored vegetables, organic when they're ripe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was, what's interesting, what you just said, because uh, on the morning show that I do, we should have on, on the morning show, too, because this is fascinating stuff. But sure. uh, on the morning show, it was brought up, somebody brought up the point that, you know, Twitter and Facebook is so vitriolic, it's just hate-filled. And a guy told me it's because we all use cell phones. He said our brains are not the way they used to be because of cell phones. Correct. Do you believe that, That's true? right, yep. Uh, I, oh, I do believe it. I, I don't, I don't want to just say cell phones. I would say our brains right, are not right. the way they used to be because of the two things we know that alter the brains, and those are vaccines and electromagnetic fields. There you go. Alex? Vaccines and get off your phone. Okay. I'll put it <laughs> down. Okay. You, you even get to use my last name. See, you get to use my last name. Get, get off, off your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Get off your phone. <laughs> David, get off your phone. I like that. That works. David, we have to, we have to stay in touch because this is very, very helpful stuff, and it's really great. And it all makes complete sense to me. David, get off. The book is called Abundant Health in a Toxic World. Come back soon, sir. I love talking to you. Sounds good. I'd be more than happy to. Thank you very much. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver.
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A great show today. Really, really good guests, and we continue. Uh, is it pronounced Johan Hari? Is that how you say your last name? We don't know because they're not on. Oh, I thought he was on. I thought he was ready. He's Why moved did you to think one. That? Uh, 145, but... Well, it is 145. Well. <laughs> That's why I thought it, he was. Well. Anyway, we'll get... We, we'll, as, soon as, he, as soon as he's available, we'll, we'll pop... Because we were just talking about this. Johan Hari uh, wrote a book called Lost Connections, Uncovering the Real Causes of Depression and the Unexpected Solutions. So this is more right in that making you feel better. All we do on the Tom Bernard <laughs> Show is make you feel better about yourself. That's our so, goal. It's all we do. It's nonstop. It's unbelievable. Ooh. What? This hemp oil, CBD oil that he recommended, mm-hmm. 75 bucks for one ounce. One ounce? $75 an ounce? Yikes. Oh, my. Is that? Hopefully it's pretty good stuff. It, means it's. What does CBD usually cost, Alex? Uh, the ounce that I have, I think, was 45 Oh, so I guess it's not that overinflated, but. Well, but it depends. On, it depends on the strength, though. Too mine yeah. was mine was low potency. Oh, there you this go. This is six hundred milligrams. I don't know what mine. I mean, anything remember. to you? I don't remember what mine was. I can look when I get home. I took one drop. No, and no. never take it again. So. <laughs> I took oh, it you'll never once. take it again. Well, I took it a few times it and it did nothing. So tired, I wanted to die. It was so well, good for sleep. Give it to your kids. Give it to children. Yeah, load them up with CBD. Give That'd be wonderful. You can put it on baby's skin. Yeah, they've got CBD? a they've got a transdermal cream. It probably has peppermint in it, so you can't put that on a baby's skin. A lot of CBD no, creams. A lot of CBD creams have essential oils that you can't use on children. Yeah. But I yeah, can see that can, like, to be very true. For, uh, kids with eczema, a lot of people do CBD cream. On. Doesn't that kind of Isn't that smack amazing? of, you can put whiskey on your kid's gums to help them sleep? I mean, <laughs> no, because, <laughs> oh, no, because right. it doesn't have THC. THC. doesn't have THC in it. There's yeah, no... But it makes you tired, no. so it's psychoactive. Uh-oh. Mm. See? Well, it's like you give your kid Tylenol if they have a raging fever. <gasps> Tylenol's not psychoactive. I know, pets. but I'm just saying it's... And there's lots of stuff in Tylenol that is weird. Die. When I was a little boy in North Minneapolis, uh, I was at a friend's house. and No, it's not back to this. This is right on topic. It's right on the subject. I was at a friend's house, and uh, his mom had just had a little baby, like, I don't know, four or five, six months earlier. The baby wouldn't go to sleep. She walked over, blew the pilot light out on the stove, and held the baby over the open gas thing. And the baby fell asleep. Well, fell asleep or okay, passed yeah. out. I don't know if that's God. sleeping. God. Uh, probably not a good idea, would you think? Well, at one time they thought that x-rays were good for you. They did. Yeah, they did. You know? But, so I don't know. Well, there's happen. tons of Life stuff that people better. are doing right now that I'm just thinking. In 20 years, people are going to be talking about how I can't believe people used to do this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I understand exactly what you mean. Cassie, do you think that, that from now on, because, you know, we, we're always up against it with that, that third interview, that third quarter hour, maybe we should book our guests at 110 or, you know, at yeah, 10 after the hour all... and 45 yeah, we after the hour. Yeah, did that, and they didn't call in, so I don't know what's going on there. 
Well, no, that's fine. I mean, if he if he didn't, we can book him another time because we pro- we're coming up on not being able to interview him anyway because yeah. the clock's running. But I would like to talk to him because he, here's the deal. Lost Connections uncovering the real causes of depression and the unexpected solutions. There was a mystery-haunting, award-winning investigative journalist, Johan Hari. He was 39 years old. Almost every year he had been alive. Depression and anxiety had increased in Britain and across the Western world. Why? He had a very personal reason to ask this question. When he was a teenager, he'd gone to his doctor and explained that he felt like pain was leaking out of him. Uh, and he couldn't control it or understand it. Some of uh, the solutions his doctor offered had given him some relief, but he remained in deep pain, so as an adult. He went on a 40,000-mile journey across the world to interview the leading experts about what causes depression and anxiety, what solves them. He learned there's scientific evidence for nine different causes of depression and anxiety, and that this knowledge leads to a very different set of solutions, ones that offer real hope. I would love to talk to Yohan Hari about this. Uh, so if we can rebook him for another day. But, yeah, can we do our, our guess at, one, uh, at 10 after the hour and 45 after the hour? Sure, not a problem. Yeah, good, because then it won't be a crunch. We'll have the entire hour uh, to get everybody in it. And, you know, we don't usually start till 5 after the hour. So, you know, it just we'd be always on time, which would, I, would, I would really like that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Not a problem. That's all you do is give, give, give. And again, all we do in this show is make people feel better about themselves. That's our goal, like I said. Yeah, way to jump on there and support me on that one, you guys. Just, uh, just the world needs more you. positivity, right? Sure do. Boy, oh, does it sure. ever. Yeah, do you think that is true, though? That they, they, A guy talked to me about the fact he does think that holding cell phones up to our head every day constantly is the cause of all this hatred and our people there's something going on in their heads and they don't even know what it is so they're constantly angry do you think that's that might be part of it andy uh no comment (laughs) what do you mean no comment well no i think maybe for some people i mean some people i mean they get so addicted to that screen that they can't do anything else i don't think that's because of the Wi-Fi radiation. I think that's just because they're. It's like gambling addiction. There's no physiological mm-hmm. thing going on there, but right. Yet you see people going back ten hours a day, just pulling that lever over and over. I can. I can Twitter's tell you the same way. They pull the lever every time they tweet. Yeah. Well, like when I was on the cruise back in October, we were completely unplugged because we had no Wi-Fi, no service, and I have never felt so good in my life, and I'm so looking forward to it again, See, not having to deal with my phone. It was so there nice right just there. to live in the moment, not have to worry about emails, text messages, Facebook mm. messages, comments, none of that. Most I, people, so but nice. Most people just aren't built for that kind of constant stimulation yeah Yeah. i watched a 60 minutes that was going it was researching the um effects of screens on children and Mm -hmm. they started talking about um there was a study done i don't even remember what college it was at but um there was a study done about college students that limited their screen time to an hour a day and the um, their instances of depression, anxiety, and feelings of loneliness like went to zero. It's probably because college students are more likely to be on social media, and they're gullible idiots who believe all that kind of stuff that they read. <laughs> well, 
that's real nice. No, well, yeah. Real I mean, if you put morons. if you put your phone down, you can actually or you can talk to somebody in person, and yeah. you're going to feel more like you've had a connection than if you've text messaged somebody. Yeah. Well, if I was on Twitter an hour a day, I would probably kill myself because everyone on Twitter is a horrible person. No, the ki- the people that limited it to an hour a day, their depression anxiety went down. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. what were they I mean, was this just a blank screen or because No, they they could like check their Facebook and their emails and stuff and do use their phone like and computer like they normally would, but they limited it to an hour a day. Well, so how can they say it's the screen and not what they were doing? Well, I mean, of course, I think it's, I mean, it's the screen is linked to, I mean, it's connected to going on Facebook and reading news stories and blah, blah, blah. It's not just the screen itself. But there was, there was a study about children um, that spent more than five hours a day or seven hours a day on a screen. Um, Jeez, that's a lot of screen time. I know. Um, God. They had... Parts of their brain were lit up and developing Ooh. quicker oh, yeah. than yeah. Um, they should have been. They were like, we don't see this type of activity in children. It's only in adults that these parts of the brains are activated. And they're like, we don't know if this is really? a good thing or a bad thing. We're not really sure what to think of it. But hey, they did say that Maybe chil- they'll be self-sufficient by 10. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, get out. But they, get out of the house. but they did say that children under two should not have be exposed to screens. It does. It has a link to um, aggression. Mm. The electromagnetic and, field can't be good for you. I wouldn't think. And um, what else was there? Oh, um, screens. Just to, they did like it. It was kind of like an addiction thing with children, but. Um, they gave them a regular toy that didn't have a screen on it, and they were playing with it, and the mom would say, can I have that now? And every single time, the kid would just give it to their mom, but every time a kid was given a screen and the mom said, can I have that now, the kid wouldn't even like acknowledge that she said anything. <laughs> oh, God, that's not good. Yeah. yeah that's they're, like, yeah. they're like, screens have this way of just like sucking you in, and like mm-hmm. with children, they, they can't, and they were talking about the that children can't, decipher the difference between you know screen world and regular world right and they also like people always say you know like oh it's an app that's it's they're learning it's a good app it's helping them blah 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 but um they said that if a kid is building things on an ipad or spelling things on an ipad if you gave them you know the same exact things that it looked like on the ipad but in real life in three dimension they wouldn't know what to do with them So just because they know how to do things on an iPad doesn't mean that they can actually connect it to real life. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole situation with whether I mean, all this stuff. Um, Do you have the same problem wearing uh, that those those ear? What are those little things you put in your ear? Earbuds. It's like Bluetooth. Phones. Uh, That was phones. Are there Bluetooth phones too? Well, Bluetooth, uh, the earbuds connect to <laughs> your that? phone through Bluetooth. Bluetooth. So would it be better Old for you to wear question. the? Are those, well, no, are those I'm, phones <laughs> in your ears? Shut up, both of you. What are Get those, the hell are off those my miniature show. telephones? What is it? No, that's, that you put in your ear? That's not what I'm saying. I don't Do you it. dial them with your 
Earwax? I'm saying, <laughs> well, if, they, if you could dial the earwax, Alex could dial any number she wanted. Oh, to. my God. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Not since Florida. <laughs> not since Florida. <laughs> not anymore. Oh God, it was, so, it was so cool. No, all I'm asking is this. <laughs> Would it be better for you to wear the Bluetooth earpieces and keep your phone in your pocket? Yes, that's what they say. They say that Bluetooth is always better than putting your phone up to your yeah. head. Or I, that... I rarely t- talk on my phone right up to my ear unless yeah. I have to I always put it on speakerphone and keep it away from me because I've always yeah, been paranoid idea. about that I'm like I don't yeah. like it. the other problem is though if you have a laptop they're all on Wi-Fi right you can't hardwire a laptop can you mm, no, you can lap- you well, can if you want yeah, you, you can, can. how do you do yeah. that by hardwiring it into what <laughs> I mean the computer's I don't understand. Like, you know, when you have a, a CPU, you've got a CPU. That's the Most instead of a router. Most laptops have an Ethernet jack. Oh, Unless they do. they're like super, like the uh, MacBook Air or whatever might not because it's so thin. And like, I know mm-hmm. surfaces don't unless you buy a dock for them because they're so thin that an Ethernet jack is going to be thicker than the computer mm-hmm. itself. So they can't put it there. Well, or, there or an iPad. I mean, you can't hire, hire right? You can't hire no, you can't, an iPad. Yeah. No, I suppose not. Look, I mean, kind of in the same vein, talking about the Bluetooth earpiece, what's with all these horseless carriages I see on our streets? <laughs> it's so funny. Cause yeah, I, okay, yeah. laugh it no, In our kitchen, there's a, there's a, a data port, data port and a phone port. You know, the old-fashioned one for a regular old telephone that you would plug into the I wall oh yeah okay. okay and i'm like god i just remember remember when you just you couldn't take a phone call you know you just were gone and you just didn't have phone calls yep and then the answering machine was so great because then mm-hmm. you didn't miss phone calls and you could just return them when you you had time to do it well it was really great you could just erase the whole thing and never listen to any of them well, it was that wonderful but i mean at your house that's so full that it doesn't take messages anymore no well, that's the only reason why I've got that phone is for our security system. So, I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah. it's like a $10,000 upgrade to remove that phone. So oh it's just going to stay there. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I should probably yeah. do. I should probably switch that number over to my cell phone. No, because then people would have your cell phone number. Well, they have it anyway. <laughs> so what's the difference? I no, mean, I, my uh, phone has gotten to be so obnoxious with... Um, with spam calls i can't oh yeah yep. the robo killer is helping no i'm not i can't keep changing you can't keep changing your number keep I changing mean, when's no. the last time you changed it well i've never changed it well <laughs> well there were only so. five digits in the number last time i changed mine with but my I'm, horseless carriage. i'm just talking you know as a real estate agent i should not be changing my phone number Probably not. No. Yeah, you know, it's just it but it is it's so obnoxious that you get you talk to people now and they're like, Who are you and what do you want? Because mm-hmm. they assume that you're a yeah, telemarketer. Yeah, that's right. All right, that is gonna do it for today. Great show today. I loved the guest uh the, our guests today were just wonderful. Really good uh, topics of conversation get and off we'll get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Tom Bernard show. <laughs>